Welcome to the Brand Shepherd Podcast. This is a product-focused podcast that will explore the various approaches, best practices, expertise, and experts for products, guided and brought to you by Brand Shepherd. We are a product-focused, cross-category creative agency that develops strategies that come to life through diligent process and design. This podcast is hosted by Brand Shepherd co-owner and creative director, Dan Krask. Now here's today's episode. When building, branding, and guiding a product, feedback is one of the most important things that we can get through the process to create the best thing ever. And that's what today's episode is all about, asking the right people for the best possible feedback. First, right out the gate, I want to tell you how to get in touch with Brand Shepherd. You can find us online at brandshepherd.com. That's B-R-A-N-D-S-H-E-P-H-E-R-D.com. You can find us on Instagram and LinkedIn, a little bit of Twitter, a little bit of Facebook, but mostly Instagram and LinkedIn are where we're hanging out these days. I invite you to connect with us if you need to get in touch. You can hop on the website and you can find our phone number and a contact form there to, uh, to find out how we might be able to answer some questions for you or find out uh, maybe some areas that we could, uh, we could possibly work together. But I always like to lead with uh, getting in touch with us because sometimes people just want to know, hey, you know, how do I get in touch with you? And I don't want to have to scrub through the whole episode just to find that at the end. So there you go. That's how to get in touch with us. So let's set some context. In episode number one, we talked about how to give the best kind of uh, feedback to uh, an internal team or to the team that you've hired. This is the kind of feedback that is happening during, during the creation process. We emphasized a lot on process and how to be directional and not necessarily executional in that feedback. But in episode number two, we also said that it is a good idea to have an idea of what success looks like while being directional and not executional so that we don't have an open-ended process, an open-ended idea, a blank check of what success looks like. When we get into this, this entire process of building, branding, guiding better products, which is what Brand Shepherd does, we definitely need some outside feedback. So when we get to a point where we have something to show people and it's time to get that external feedback, we need to talk about how to do that and what are some best practices and what are some pitfalls. And that's what we're going to cover right now. Now, who we get this feedback from is vitally important to our products. Um, We want to make sure it's the right groups of people. We want to make sure that we don't have bias, uh, that we don't overlook a uh, a demographic or a user group that that might be a heavy user of your product, heavy heavy consumer. So we want to make sure that we've covered all of our bases. The problem is that we don't always do this. Sometimes when uh, we're working with a team or or a a brand, especially if it's a really smaller team, although this happens in really large organizations too, uh, there's a big temptation to lean on one's own biases, own life experiences, own personal uh, knowledge as the final word on what is ultimately successful, okay? This is not how we go about getting feedback. We don't want to. We don't want the opinion of the spouse. We don't want the opinion of the coworker. We don't want the opinion of the best friend or the trusted advisor or things like that. We want the opinion 
in the feedback from your customers and your users. The problem with going to the spouse or going to uh, your own biases, your own life experiences, your own expertise. I mean, let's face it, a lot of these businesses, a lot of brands uh, create products based on an owner or manager uh, or product manager's personal experiences within that category, which are super valuable. I, I am not discounting those experiences whatsoever. Uh, we work with some people who have 20, 30, 40 years of experience in a certain category, but they're successful because they listen to their customers and they listen to the people who actually use the product and they have the humility to change their product, to, to make changes as they mold and guide and evolve their product so that they include things that they themselves might not necessarily agree with but they do it for the betterment of the brand. And that's the, that's the kind of approach that I want to get into. So how do we go about doing this? So depending on your organization, you need to either go by gut check or by data. I would hope that you'd go by data and take a look at your, lo your most loyal customers or your customer personas. If you don't know what a customer persona is, uh, feel free to comment in the, the uh, comment section of wherever you're, you're, you found this episode or uh, reach me through the contact information at the beginning or the ending of this episode so we can talk about customer persona development. But you want those people to be your feedback group. You do not want the echo chamber of uh, people closest around you or your own life experiences, professional experiences. We want outside feedback for this. And believe it or not, uh, by inviting people in to be part of the, the betterment of your product, it's going to be reward enough for their feedback. People love to give solicited advice. Okay, there are situations where um, you're gonna you're gonna need to be thinking about some kind of incentive for providing that feedback. Uh, there are situations where you're gonna need to pay for the feedback, so you want to vet that situation out. There are entire organizations that exist for this type of, of research. You can imagine the room with the, the one-way mirror, or I guess maybe the two-way mirror, not sure. Anyway, uh, for that type of research, that, that's certainly part of, of the, uh, the possibilities. But it's your call. Um, you just want to avoid the insanity of asking uh, for feedback from your spouse or family member or coworker or friend. Um, what they think about their ideas, unless they're part of your customer persona group. In addition to getting hopefully a clear direction from the feedback group as to which direction to go with, you're going to get a lot of additional feedback to help make the product better as a whole. So that's one of the, uh, the additional benefits of getting feedback outside of your group. As an aside, if I had to create a litmus test for, for uh, product owners, product managers who quote unquote get it and those who don't quote unquote get it when it comes to uh, building, branding, guiding a better product, this is the test. Whom do they get their feedback from? See, pros don't ask people whose opinions don't matter. It's really that simple. So take the approach of getting feedback outside of your team. You need to avoid the echo chamber of people you already know and get the feedback from the right people, your customers. And that's today's episode. Thanks for tuning in. You can find Brand Shepherd uh, at brandshepherd.com. That's B-R-A-N-D-S-H-E-P-H-E-R-D.com. You can find us on Instagram and LinkedIn. That's where we are most active. 
but you'll find us a little bit active on Twitter and Facebook as well. Uh, also, just a little bit of activity over there on Pinterest lately uh, with some idea boards and trends and things like that. So, so don't ignore Pinterest. Uh, that's the episode. I do hope you'll, you'll tune in for the next five episodes and let us know what you think. Have a great day.